And here they come. Now, though, Brian O'Neill, Conlon White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonald, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for love! Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. On this week's We Are Loud podcast, we'll be discussing Loud's trip to the Midlands where they captured a draw and whet the appetite for what's going to happen later on in January in the National League when we face Longford, the opening round fixture and draw there. Thanks very much for tuning in. Let's get stuck into it now with the match report. So, um, Loud and Longford, we were um, we were down at 2 o'clock on a Sunday and you just land and it's great great news coming off. You see the Loud Horlers coming off the field. After winning 18-14 in the Kyo Shield, they're going well this year. Look to have their their uh, their stuff together and seem to be coming with a bit of a plan and a bit of a purpose uh, under the new manager Paul McCormick. There's definitely something about them. I might do something with the hurlers now coming up. Uh, see if there's any interest there. They look to have a certainly look to have certainly have something about them. The way they're playing, the way their subs are playing, and the way their fitness and the way they're moving this time of the year. Well, so big well done to them. Um, they'll be playing long for the game in last Shield final. And then I suppose I set the scene for you. Uh, Pierce Park is always a nice little venue just off the motorway there, um, just by the McDonald's around, up the round the venue. Just pull in, and the stadium's kind of hidden away behind a, a row of houses. And the pitch was perfect, really nice, lovely day, lovely crisp, crisp, uh, wintry day, Re- very bright. But the fingers would be numb. The fingers were numb with the cold. But uh, it made for an open game of football. Um, Longford were, were much more slicker than us in the first half. But we had a really, really good comeback in the second half. Uh, really good second half, Sorge. Might have lost it and then did well to win it to rescue a draw. So we were very happy with the trip down there, really, to, to get the, the 116 to 116 draw. And then when you look further back at it, I'll be doing talking points at the end. We're going to speak to Wayne Cairns and uh, we caught up with midf- midfielder uh, Connor Early as well from the Plunkets. He has some very interesting things to say um, and Wayne as well. But we started the game. like We we actually, the opening half, I know we went down six points. We were, we were losing 112 to 116 at half time. But we started the game... And we ended the half with with two great openings. Um, Kieran Downey made a lovely foot pass, a, a kind of blind foot pass, a cut up in the defence, caught them napping early. Our first attack, Sam Mulroy beats everyone, 
goes by the goal. He didn't have to hit that hard, but he smashed it off the crossbar and it came back out. He knew himself, he put his head in his hands and uh, it was a great chance missed. It would have been a great start. Then we, we still got the league. Ty, Ty McEnany gave us the lead. He came in for Bournsey. Bournsey was a late. He was named to play. Ty came in for him and Ross Nally came in for uh, Bournsey on the, on the match day panel of 26. Um, they struck back then and they got re- they were very dominant then uh, Robbie Smith fairly good forward for them throughout the years got going he got his first and then uh, Shane Donahue as well a new player and then Peter Lynn on the wing it was weird the, the, the Longford team was named to start like 1 to, one to 15 but I don't think as a number 3 was the only player to play his position you had 11 playing corner back you had 4 in the corner it was, it was just all over the shop really just made for kind of a bit of a very hard to get your eye on it and see where the players are playing and matching up the names to the players and the numbers it was strange but they, opened, they did open a four point lead they went 6-2 ahead Porrick Gill and Darren Gallagher the midfielder that would be a lad we'll have to look at come the, the league game but uh, Kieran Downey um, notched one got allowed second point he looked sharp all afternoon we'll have, we'll have talk about Kieran in the uh, Talking points later on. Tyke McEnany then. We got a goal. After, like was a very good build-up player with the two jocks by Sam Mulroy and Owen Callahan who started. Um, he, they worked a the 1-2 and Mulroy got in behind along the end line and floated the ball across to, to Tyke who doesn't really miss it there. He palmed it in lovely. And then straight away... Uh, Straight away after that, I suppose only it was a, much of an upheaval of a team. Only five started the last day against Wicklow, the, the win against Wicklow. One of those five was Anthony Williams, and uh, he came up the field and drove up the field and uh, levelled the game. <laughs> Amazingly, one uh, one three to six points. Longford then responded fairly well. Dara Doherty, a new player for them, was in the corner. He he, uh, he was being picked up by Fergal Donahue in his first start of the year. The Blues, the Blues player, and. He just slipped just before it. Nothing kind of went right for Donahue on the day. Um, he slipped just before it. Darren Gallagher and Colin P. Smith, that was the number 11 he was playing, Colin Mark. He came up and they notched three in the trot. Downey again handed us a lifeline with a fine score. Then Tig uh, took a fine mark and then was happy enough to take the shot like a free. And then Doherty added to his tally as well. Like I said, um, there's zero, zero really intensity on the on the ball coming in, and Donahue was kind of left exposed. Uh, Darren Marks was picking up Smith, who was lively, and he was switched off him. And James Craven picked him up, so that's an interesting matchup looking ahead of the the league campaign, that big game, the first the opener game in Drogheda. But the Donahue's man was taking was t- was taking points and taking points off, but it, it was very exposed. Lack of intensity. Um, he he torn he torn he torn Donahue and then unselfishly hand passed it across to, to their winger Peter Lane. They found the net. He, he put one two in the day, and then Gallagher and Smith fired over a few points. But then Decky kind of indicated what he was uh, going to do in the second half by by notching over a point, and it made a one twelve to one six at half time. We were very much relieved to get in a half time. And uh, just to compose ourselves and really uh, win, kind of had to put a handle on things the way the game was slipping away. And he made four changes. Colin McKeever was one of them. He found the range. Uh, Sam Mulroy, um, Ron Holcroft hit a point, chipping into the lead all the more and more. 
uh, Rowan Holcroft was taken off. Sorry, there was four half-time subs which uh, boosted this. Conor Early came in for Callaghan. Dan Cork came in for Fergal Donoghue. Conor Brannigan came in for Niall Conlon. And uh, Colin McKeever came in for Tyg McEnany. So a lot of hard-running players there. They upped the intensity. We dominated the opening quarter. Decky added another to make it four in a row. Um, Gallagher did curl one over. That was the first free, the only score of the half after 14 minutes into it. Decky inside was much more happier. He uh, he kicked in, his toward from his toward from play well and truly on top. Only two points in it. Sam nailed the free. Longford could not find the range. He really could not get into it. They were missing. They were getting frustrated. or getting mad at the referee. Jim then came on as a sub and he used his arse, torn his man, clipped the shot with his left foot, and then he toes going wide and it hits the post and falls in over the post. That le- that levelled the game. Sam growing into the game even more, picks up an advanced mark and he gives us the lead. Uh, on the just before the error mark, we we lead the game one fourteen to one thirteen. Robbie Smith. Then a torn on the side uh, levels again with their second point of the half. Jim fouled Quinn in the next play. Very narky, Michael Quinn. Kind of rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. On an add to a lot of niggle come um, the 27th of Ju- January when we played them in the in the National League. Jim was received the black card. Smith nailed the free, and we have to play the game with ten men or with fourteen men for the last ten minutes. Ross Nally then came into the game and scored his first touch. Smith again, he thought he had the final say. Danced inside, he got six points on the day, three frees, three from play. Kicked the point, but Decky hit a smashing point to level the game. Draw was no good for no good for us, but the two of us did go, two teams did go at it for the win. Um, but they advance. They'll be playing um, Kildare. No, Westmead. Westmead beat Kildare, and I think it's Mead and Dublin the other semi final. So it's a pity not to have another. It's a pity not to have another game. Uh, rather than looking for challenge matches, We'd love to have another game in this nice competition. Like it would have been a good challenge to play Westmead uh, in the semi final. with something at stake, but then no harm either. Maybe. Get the team back in and do a few hard training sessions with no games really, and get a good challenge game as well. Um, we caught up with um, Wayne after the game, and we asked him about the two halves, and then he, he kind of he was just he just went into about how pleased he was with the, with his side's endeavours on the afternoon in Longford. That's pretty much it. Like. Um First half poor, second half a lot better. Um, just wasn't enough to get the win. But you know we talk, keep talking about performances this time of year. So it's definitely yeah. It's, it, I suppose if you're summing it up, his first half performance wasn't anywhere near good enough. Second half was a lot better and, and definitely very encouraging. Mm. Uh, at half time, six points to make up. Um, looking at the game, we thought it was going to be a, a, a tough one to try and drag it back. But in fairness, the lads they kept chipping away and uh, kept battling and battling. You eventually got the, the lead, but unfortunately, it just didn't happen then in the end. Yeah, well, I think you know, you know, at the end of the day, we were, for the last couple of minutes we were down down a man, which didn't help. But in terms of um, the, the clawing back the deficit at half time I was confident enough now that we, we would up a performance big time in the second half and we did do that with a few personnel changes um, they certainly had an impact as did the, did the guys that come in in the second half as well so that's pleasing too and then towards the end of the game yeah, as I said we were a man down but I have to say I was, I, I was very impressed where we forced the equalising point um, nice patient play and got a good shooter on the ball so um, 
Yeah, it's, look, it's, it's just second half good, first half bad is what it's, the thoughts are going to be in my head. Mm. And that first half, Longford, uh, there had a lot of paupers about them and the few mistakes that you were guilty of making, them, uh, making, they were able to go down the other end of the field and punish you. They were, surely, and they, they, they absolutely far too much space, without a doubt, far too much space building their attacks. And they have obviously a dangerous guy inside, uh, Smith, um, number 19, we knew all about him, so... But it was far too easy for them. You know, we didn't have enough intensity. We didn't have any shape at the back at all, and we didn't transition properly. And we spoke about that at half time, and a couple of personnel changes, and it was a lot, lot better. Now I think the score was ten four in the second half. So yeah, obviously, obviously we're plus six. So and we needed that six. So um, yeah, I just, I just, you know, we spoke about it there now at the end of the game. We have to make sure that you know we don't be obviously don't be giving teams six points of a head start. Mm. But just like last week in Bray, the changes that you made at half time again making a, a big difference. Fellas, uh, obviously out to prove a point maybe when they come on and off the bench. Well, that's exactly what you want. Like we made a number of changes again today, and that's supposedly what the Bourne Cup's all about. Like you're unlimited subs, so you use them, and you want lads to make an impact. And they certainly did that today at half time and through the second half. So, you know, a lot of players got a lot of game time now in the couple of the Bourne Cup games and the challenge we have had. So. Um, I suppose they'd be disappointed that we don't have that other competitive game in the Euro Cup. That's probably the downside of not just getting the win today. But look, we'll get we'll get more game time before um, we play Longford for real, really. You'd have to say, fellas, maybe they weren't involved previously with the panel or were in and out uh, over the last three games now have probably put their hands up for the start of the National League. Yeah, there's a number of lads have put their hands up without a doubt there. Um, lads are getting fitter all the time and getting in tune with what we want them to do and some young players um, some young players found it tough today now I would say but it's all a learning curve for them as well so you know, we'd be happy um, if you look at the Bourne Cup as a whole you'd be happy like you know, that you got a lot of players game time you got some of your principles of course you got some good performances um, some stuff that obviously you're going to have to improve on without a doubt but um no, it sets us off well um, for a couple of weeks' time. Mm, you, know, you have to fill, off, fill in a couple of weeks now, Wayne. Obviously, you'll be looking at challenge games, I presume, to try and uh, get fellas a little bit even sharper again now for the Longford match in three weeks. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll definitely have one more challenge game and obviously a, a great deal about good body of training um, before that game. But, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're progressing nicely. We still have an awful lot of work to do. Like, you know, we're only together a couple of months, a new regime, and new players, new ideas, and... But um, it's positive. Second half is very positive today, and so we'll go home in the bus relatively happy. I suppose a little bit disappointed that we didn't just get the win. Are you close in your own head now as to your starting fifteen that you want against Longford? I know you've still a few players to come back, a couple of uh, injuries, and you've um, obviously Andy will be back after suspension. Uh, have you a picture in your own head as to the team that you want to start now against Longford? Well, I suppose that you'd have a picture of, of a certain amount of number, but there's still places up for grabs for that National League opener, without a doubt. Um, you know, some lads, you know, have moved ahead today. Maybe some lads have fallen a little bit behind, but that's up to them now in training and the next challenge games. To, you know, you should have a moving up and to and fro of lads getting in and out. Like so, there certainly wouldn't be a, a definitive 15 for the national league at this stage. So there's three weeks to go. Um, a number of training sessions the game as we mentioned the challenge game so it's up to lads now if they really want to force themselves in and you're really you're really talking about forcing themselves into a 26 never mind a 15 because you know we've, we've some good options there thanks Wayne no problem thanks Wayne no water lads thanks Wayne hope you warm up one of the second half substitutions um, Connor Early and he was he was in great form after the game. He made a massive impact when he came in. He's he's grown and grown uh, ever since 
he uh, he started that first game in the opening of the Plunkett's pitch this year. Well, I know he's with Pete McGrath. He'll talk about that as well. But he he talked about the bad start. Um, that's what that that's what opens the interview. Really good interview, and uh, good bit of crack at the end of it as well. So Conor Airy, Plunkett's midfielder. No, no, I suppose. Um, it was similar to the Wicklow game. We kind of. Uh, after Wicklow game, we kind of knew we, we started slow as well, so I suppose we kind of did try and focus on that. But look, it obviously didn't happen now. Um, I suppose it is taking us a few minutes to, to get going. But once we do get going, look, we, we've, we've a, lot, a lot of positives. Um, and I suppose it is, it's a nice thing to work on because I suppose if we, if we get a full, full performance now, we, we know we can, we can play any team. So. And those mistakes that you, were, that you were making in the first half, uh, Longford seemed to punish you on every available op- occasion. Yeah, I suppose, look, if you're playing a good team like Longford, you know, you're going to get punched for mistakes like that. Um, but look, look, it is, we, I suppose from when we started during the season, we kind of, we have uh, decreased the fouls around it in, in the scoring zone, so we take positives with that. But um, at the same time, we do have a lot of work on, and the majority of their scores came from our mistakes. So I suppose we go back and we... we, we We'll work on that, so. The Tyke McEnany goal really brought you back into it, but you just didn't yeah. push on from that. It was Longford's, which seemed to take more out of it. Yeah, yeah. Look, I suppose once we got the goal, we kind of knew we were up and running. But as as you said, Longford did get that goal. But fair play to lads. Look, we, we dug in, we dug deep, and um, I suppose we we we'd be happy enough to come out of here with a draw. Although we, we don't get through, but um, look, we will take the positives from it. So. Yeah. I mean, at half time, that six point deficit you were in didn't look good. You weren't playing as if you were maybe capable of getting back into it. But good attitude in that second half and a few yeah, changes then yeah. as well made a difference. Yeah, I suppose the Brown Cup's all about getting lads game time. So. Um, a lot, a lot of lads, including myself, will will experience this kind of thing. Um, it's a good thing to experience. You know, look, you're under pressure because um, we, we got it. We got a few nice words at halftime, but um, as you said, look, there's a lot to work on. So. Mm. But you kept chipping away and chipping away. Yeah, you, yeah. Were you always confident that you know that you could uh, perhaps get it to a draw and maybe get the lead again? Yeah, look, to be honest, now I thought we would have pushed on. Um, but credit to the lads there, we were a bit under pressure there with uh, one point down a few minutes ago. But we we used the ball well. Um, came back around and got the right score Decky Barn on the ball so um, suppose it's little, little things like that you kind of take positives that uh, we are learning as the weeks go on so we'll be happy enough with that kind of thing and I mean very tight margins in the closing minutes as well you had one opportunity and it just, it just dragged wide uh, had that gone over it might have been a different story yeah look I suppose ifs and buts but like, there was a lot of kind of small mistakes um, hand pass here hand pass there but um, look, one sixteen on the board. We we take positive and stuff that. But then on the downside, they scored one sixteen. So look, um, ah yeah, look, we we got the right shooters on the ball as they said, and we'd be happy enough with that. So it would have been obviously nice to have a semi final to look forward to another competitive yeah, game next yeah, week. But yeah. now it's, it is what it is. It is what it is, as you said. Yeah. So we'll I suppose we'll go back to the drawing board. We've a lot to a lot to take from the past few games, and um, uh, we'll be fully prepared for Wicklow for Longford in two weeks. So and needless to say, you'll be hoping to win, wear one of those midfield jerseys yeah. come three weeks time now in, in Drogheda. Yeah, please God now. So hopefully I'll be touch wood I'll say out of injury now so uh, I suppose with Wayne he's, he's a very good manager and the, and the two other lads so we are learning a lot and likes to Graham Byrne there doing all the fitness to try and work with us uh, so look we, 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 we'd be confident enough now so we'll just keep the head down and keep going Are you enjoying the intercurdy experience at the moment? Yeah thoroughly enjoying it now I suppose it is kind of my first first proper year involved um, I got, got a look in last year with Pete but um, I, suppose, yeah, I went, went to America last year but uh, 
look, I kind of, I suppose, coming into this year, I kind of knew what to expect, so it's kind of, it does help now. But uh, look, all the lads seem to be enjoying themselves, so we'll moving the camps good. I know it's all about the, the league and how important it will yeah, be to yeah. start with a, with a victory. Yeah, I suppose uh, any, any any division you're playing in in the league, yeah, it's always competitive and ideally you want to get maybe two, three wins at the start under your belt to keep your motor away and I suppose if, if, if you don't do that, you are going to struggle confidence-wise and momentum-wise so um, we will focus on that Longford game so a lot of work on so we're happy enough. Thanks very much, Connor. No problem. Thanks, Would you have learned much from today? Yeah, I suppose. Look, it's it is it's it's the little things you kind of learn. Um, a ball here, I know myself. I gave big true hand, three hand passes away there, so you kind of it's little, little things like that. You, you even know. the lads you mark, and you'll probably yeah, mark them yeah, the next yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. I suppose I was told before for the game, uh, just to watch where the kickouts go, their movement, and I suppose even defensively wise, we, we'll be aware of of what's going through Robbie Smith up front as well. So. Um, Look, as I said, there's a lot to work on, but uh, we, we'd, be, we'd be happy enough. A few mental notes there, taking a yeah. little bit of niggle in the game as well. So it's good. Yeah, it is. It's going to be. It, it, I suppose it does. It sets up a nice, um, a nice showdown up in, in Drogheda now. So um, I suppose over the years, it's always been competitive enough when we play Longford. But um, no fear. yeah, no fear. We're looking to. We're, we're well able to stand up for ourselves, and credit to a lot, a lot of the young lads there as well that like, well able to stand up for themselves and. I suppose half of them enjoy, enjoy the rust and dust a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah. look at it. We, we, we'll enjoy it now. So. Great. Thanks, Connor. No problem. Right, so, um, talking points. First talking points of the year. <laughs> and it's very positive. You, you actually come away from Longford. I know it was a draw. And I know it's always nice to claim back a draw from coming back from behind. If you're in the other, if you're Longford and you're ahead, uh, you wouldn't be as happy with the draw despite going through. But... There's definitely embers of positivity coming out, coming away from the Midlands. There's uh, there's something building. There's green shoot green shoots starting to emerge. You can just see the team is starting to play a little bit more cohesive with every single game. They're kind of getting what they want. Win what they want. Win what Win wants from them. They're getting to understand what they want. What he wants from the players and the team and how they want to set up and play. And looks really, it's it's starting to be really positive, you know. There's at least you can see a plan there. There's a plan in place. The kind of the players have an idea of what they're doing. The supporters kind of have an idea of what they're doing. And because of that, you can see the work rate, and you can see that work rate because they're working as a unit. They're not someone's going off doing their own working and then getting frustrated, but another lad not working, probably because they didn't know that they were supposed to be working. Or what they were supposed to be doing. Case in point of Sam Mulroy, he uh, in the first half he was playing. He's playing the inside forward line. We play with four up top. He's playing the inside forward line. He was uh, just drifted out after the play, but their wing back was um, their wing back was coming up on their left half back position. He was attacking, and there was no there was no one there to cover him. Whatever way it worked out. Sam seen that he was free, seen that he was gonna get the ball and the switch was on. He burst the go he burst his fucking bollocks to get to get right back into that area. Then he intercepts the game, intercepts the ball and it sets us up for an attack. And that just showed to me that okay there's something happening here. They're they're all working for each other and they're working for the manager and they're getting their their they're getting their um, their, their kind of communication across, and they're ironing the the things out 
on the field as it's happening. That's really good to see. And that was in the first half where it wasn't going well for us. So you can see the dust is beginning to settle a little bit. Um, another talking point is the uh, the fact that Longford is going to have a weakened team in the on the twenty seventh of January. Der Mullenock, the boys, oh, it's great for them and the whole lot. It's great for the county and it's a great romantic story. But the facts of the matter is they're going to be missing eight Mullenock, the boys, off that panel, the Longford County panel, and that can only bode well for us. You know, um, and there was because of that that this game there was kind of a feeling out of sorts. You know, um, they'll be going into it with that more or less that team. They, they might have a, maybe two or three players to come into it, but it'll be more or less that team, and we'll know that team now. And it's that's that's a great advantage to know who will become. We know, we like we all we all would have known that the Mullen Octobies weren't going to be there. But what sort of standard and caliber the players are going to come in? How much of an unknown were they? Is really going to be like we you you've the the video will be taken of the game and they'll be looking at it and they'll know the players they'll know Smith Smith's their most prolific attacker we'll we'll know now what runs he makes and who'll pick him up I think um, James Craven picked him up Darren Marks picked him up Dan Corcoran might have picked him up as well so that's three players who'll have experience of picking him up so so that's great that gives us a really good advantage so I think it's advantage us come that game on the 27th and the game is at home as well it'll probably be in Drogheda it's still probably our home game um, Bevan Duffy started in the middle of the field for the first time this year uh, first time since probably Cork in the National League last year and he uh, it probably he probably suffered then that he, he has been playing really in the middle of the field for the county but still put in a shift um, but he he looked actually really at home in the centre uh, centre half in the uh, in the second half and he broke up an awful lot of play and then nearly it looks like centre half is going to be his spot um, the number three position there's probably a bit of a question mark over it Darren Mark started there the weekend James Craven oh not James Craven um, Dan Corcoran has started three games Mead in the pitch opener he started against Wicklow and he started against Wexford in a full back as well are you going to start a young chap full back? I don't know. Emma Carlin still has to come in as well. Will he just resume his position as the rightful owner of the number three jersey? Or <laughs> will someone else come out of the woodwork? I know Fergal Dunahoo didn't have a have a great game, but you probably would have liked to see him play full back because that's where he plays most of his football. And if he isn't if he isn't playing full back, you nearly wouldn't see him as a cornerback option. For the counties, he's probably more suited and has more to offer out the field, even at centre half or or wing back. So that's that's one of the question marks. Um, but uh, yeah, the way we play, we it really you can really start to see the patterns emerge. We bomb up from the half forward and we really really break with transition and a bit of venom. Anthony Williams well able to come up the field, he kicked the point from centre half. Own Callan set up the goal with Sam Mulroy. Uh, young Leonard Gray was taken off earlier on, but John Clutterbuck came on. Um, he he, uh, he bombed forward as well. So that that's a really good sign, and it looks it looks looks really aggressive and really expansive as well. When we go, when we put the foot into throttle as well, and we usually get scores from it as well. It does look like we're playing without a sweeper as well. But if we're not, the whole team doesn't work well, 
I work hard enough, we get exposed. So that's that's kind of it leads in the players' hands. Um, Kieran Downey's looking extremely sharp. <laughs> um, so there's four kind of well, there's two kind of defensive forwards slots, and then there's the four kind of a, a holding forwards, two holding forwards, and then on the half forward and then two inside forwards. So. The competition for places there looks really, really, really up for grabs. Um, because you have Sam up there, Bournsy wasn't playing, William Wood still has to come back, and then Decky's put his hand up for that inside forward slot. Um, it's probably, it's his natural mock this habitat really in there in the square. He's probably the most used to it and he's very good at scoring and finding the play, finding the shot, getting the shot off in that pack defence. So, does he start in there? Does Sam come out to feel a little bit more? Does he does uh, does does Bornsy play alongside Decky? Um, who goes in the middle then? Uh, do, do, like there's actually so, so right. That's that's the competition for places. And then another rookie report: Owen Duffy comes in. Bevan's brother. Um, I think it's his, I think it's his loud senior loud debut. So he he did no harm either. Well able to use possession and walk the line, especially as a rugby player, attacking that line and uh, put width on the play as well. Didn't look out of sorts, didn't look out of place. Um, give him a, a B minus or a, a B or a C plus. He'd be there. He he, he looked to grow. He he has the physicality uh, to make an impact. Maybe and understand the role that has to be played. Um. Before I go into the comp- more in that, into the competition for players, is just um, you'd like to think that uh, although it's early doors, Wayne is getting a response from the players. He gives them a ball and out. Connor alluded to that balling them out at half time says it wasn't good enough, even though it was uh, in a born cup match. Um, I like the way he wasn't wasn't afraid to lash four players on at half time. And then he got a response from them. We 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 he salvaged something out of the game. I like the fact that he he made massive changes. He made brought in ten ten changes and more on the bench as well. He doesn't care. He wants to see what players are like in positions, and he wants to f- learn as much as he can and take as much information as he can as well. So that's great to see. Um, so. Who's coming? Who has to come back in? Like, there's one, two, three, four, five. I've five, six, six short-term players to have to come back in, and you then you're looking. Wow, right? This is a really good place for optimism as well. And then you have the two long-term injuries, uh, Casey and Connor Grimes. But before before that, you have Craig Lynch going to come back in as goals. You have Bournsy and William Woods up top. Um, and then you have Andy and Jared McSorley. They're going to come in there somewhere as well. Although I haven't seen Jared, I presume he's still on the panel. I haven't heard anything otherwise. Emma Carlin's going to come in somewhere into that defence, and Derek Maguire as well. So, like that's 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 really really good players to come back into a side that's hungry, and a lot of debutants there who have added to the panel and the whole setup and are learning and pushing the whole thing along. So, looking back to 2018 was a fucking clusterfuck. And now you have real, real, real seeds of optimism. Uh, they responded to the manager. It's starting, it looks like it's starting to click. 
green shoots are starting to emerge and then just just a little just just to leave in a nice little little uh, leaving no little story you're walking out to afternoon interviews on the pitch and you're going home and you're kind of pleased with yourself like we could have had two goal chances uh, actually Kieran Downey stung the goalies uh, palms just at the end of the first half so we were down six points although we missed two great goal chances um, we, we we introduced an awful lot of players got an awful lot into them there's a plan starting to emerge you might cross you might cross uh, a line through some players that won't figure in the, in the league going by substitutions and then you think all that like you're grand they're, they're, they're going to go just get their grub and go home what have you but then you're there on the side of the pitch and the fitness coach Graham Bourne is showing Wayne Cairns a video and they're going through it like and they're like you can just sense I'm just you're just I'm only walked by them for a second and you get this sense that they're like really fucking enthusiastic and they're really pushing everything into it and they're looking and they're trying to grow and research and make things better make things happen and put every ounce into it to make it happen and I suppose that's all you kind of want as a loud fan or a loud person people working really hard and going on it and giving their all and I think uh, I think going by going by the green shoots uh, down the Midlands I know it's only a draw you kind of have to remember that but that's not really what it's about there's a lot between the lines and this, this team has something about it and Division three uh, can hopefully hold, ho- hopefully hold some uh, some quiet confidence for uh, loud supporters out there. Uh, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. You can get me on uh, We Are Loud on SoundCloud and uh, Loud Proud and loudandproud.com on Facebook as well. Thanks very much for listening, and I hope your uh, resolutions are still intact.